This is How to Japan. And today, we're talking about a horror film called The Film. Oh my god. <laughs> it's called The Ring. It's not called The Film. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And this is a movie that my co-host recommended that we watch. He watched it many years ago. I had seen the American version uh, many, many years ago. Not seen the Japanese version because I was afraid to watch it. Right. Yes. Well, let's let's talk about that. Mm. I we've we've covered uh, genres from classic Japanese movies to adventure uh, to comedies. Uh, this will be the oh well, one cut of the dead could be called a type of horror. Mm. That's part of the horror genre, mm. zombie movies. And house can but be. It's not a. It's more of a comedy. It's more of a meta analysis of zo zombie movies. Hmm. And house could be considered a horror in the sense that it's a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I wanted to do. I wanted to cover horror because uh, I quite enjoyed horror. I think that Japanese cinema has, at least with this movie that we're covering tonight. It uh, revolutionized the way horror was seen with a lot of... It, was, it created its, its own unique take on horror with the slow build, this uh, slow, slow burn of a film. Uh, I, w I watched this in New Zealand um, back in... I think it was 1999. I remember watching it at this uh, New Zealand film festival. Uh, the film festival was called uh, The Incredibly Strange Film Festival. Mm -hmm. So this was one of the movies that was featured. And uh, I remember thinking, this this is actually pretty creepy at the time. Right. And I couldn't, you know, I couldn't wait to uh, see other Japanese horror movies after watching this. But, but what about you? What's your, what's the first... I mean, you told me that you you've never been a fan of horror movies. Yeah. Well, I, why why is that? Because I have uh, stupid superstitions that are subconscious in my mind, and uh, you know, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I have to pee, I automatically think of the horror movie I most recently saw, and so then I start right. thinking, <laughs> I want, I have to pee, you know, I have, or else I won't go back to sleep. So, like, I have to psych myself up to get out of bed, which basically I create these rationalizations in my head like, well, if the ghost is here and the demon is here in the room, they would have already killed me by now. So I might as well just get up. And if the ghost has been just there the whole time, then, you know, I, I should just go anyway. So like I have to really psych myself out to go mm. go to the bathroom. Uh, so I, this happened with me a lot with The Shining. So like, oh, my God, five, six days after you get, you know, you get into your 40s and like you have to pee all the fucking time. You wake up in the middle of the night, you got to pee. So like, it's just like one of those things. But um, I, I didn't after watching this movie, I wasn't it didn't bother me that much. It didn't get into my head. Well, good. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I, I didn't even. I didn't even think of it as I thought the plot was more of a suspense movie than a horror movie. 
kind of like an mm. investigation, investigative suspense thriller, rather with with a twist of horror, um, because of the way the the plot developed. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, what was the what was the first horror movie you ever saw? First horror movie I ever saw. Poltergeist. Holy cow. Poltergeist. Yeah. Mm. I saw that when I was uh, five or six. And yeah. and uh, I thought, yeah, it was scary. And, but now, you know, mm. I watched that movie about five or ten years ago. And I thought of it more of like just an adventure movie. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I thought it was a really good plot and fun to watch. But it wasn't scary. Um, right. But... Um, you know, things change and sensibilities change and how you feel about things will also do that to you. You know, after I watched that documentary about The Shining, uh, you know, yeah. the Room 237, I watched that. Right. And then I watched The Shining again. I was like, this movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For yeah, some yeah. reason, that got in my head and it just changed everything I saw, thought about. It didn't scare me anymore, which is kind of, mm. I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but... Uh, it, it definitely changed my whole frame, <laughs> my frame of mind when I thought about the movie. I think it's just yeah, over yeah. explanation of things that will then like just take all of the the spontaneous nature of it out. Even if you've seen the horror movie over and over again, it doesn't matter. It scares the shit out of me just because it seems like I don't we're supposed to be talking about the ring, but uh, the, the Shining is just this movie where Jack Nicholson's performance just seems so real. You know, it's over and over this, and it doesn't matter. It's like he's going to come out of the screen every time. So uh, that guy, that freaked me out. It's like he, he, it's it's a real thing. It's alive. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me watching The Ring, I I didn't feel it as such as visceral for me as mm. as movies that scare the shit out of me. But I, I but I did. Yeah. So. Um, I, I kind of I was thinking about this. I don't know if you would think about this in this way. Like movies, I could base on the Richter scale, like a horror Richter scale, of one to ten, and the aftershocks. Like, how much do you mm. think about the movie, and how much does it bother the shit out of you, like days afterwards? And I would have to say right. that this one didn't really bother me that much afterwards. I could, you know, I had to, I had to, you know, take a pee three o'clock in the morning, witching hour. Hey, man, no problem. Got up, went, right. went to the bathroom. Fuck. Well, that that means you're you're a little more desensitized, and that we could uh, cover more horror movies. In the future, <laughs> I, is what you're saying? Yes, I guess so. Yes, good. Uh, yeah, I remember the first one I watched. I was must have been eight or nine years old. I, I, I remember walking in. Uh, I think one of my maybe my parents were watching a movie that I inadvertently came across. I walked into the lounge, and they were watching a movie, and I saw a uh, this. And this traumatized me at the time. Mm-hmm. But I still remember it now, so perhaps there is still lingering trauma. But I remember <laughs> seeing this woman in this car, and there was this worm that made its way into her hand, and it made it, and you could see it through the... Because you're, you're young, right? right? You don't even pay attention to the special effects. Right. It's just, it seems real. Right. And you just watch this worm make, it, make its way up to her face and going, going up her cheeks, and the indentation of the worm going through her her face and uh, then all the way up to her forehead. Yeah, that freaked me the fuck out. 
I remember screaming and my, my mother saying, oh, no, it's just a, it's just a movie. Don't worry, go to bed. What are you doing up? <laughs> it's not real. But they're having a great laugh at my expense. Uh, but I, that, it was that movie, when, it, when, it, when you're using your barometer yeah. of what movie stays with you yeah. after you watch it, particularly with horror, uh, that's got to be up there for me. Yeah. And uh, It, I remember seeing It as well, mm-hmm. with Curry, what, what was his name? The guy who played the clown? Oh, Tim Curry? Tim Curry? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I uh, I remember not being able to sleep well for days after watching that. Hmm. Uh, that was freaky. Even though I could look back at it now and, and look at just the cheap special effects <laughs> and look at it as a miniseries, as, you know, it's not even movie quality. Right. But, uh, but when you're a kid watching it, you, you just don't pay attention to the production value right. of it. It's just the idea, it's the visuals. Hmm. And you let your imagination run rampant mm. like when you're having difficulty go, you know, going to take a piss because especially in the dark yeah right because your imagination starts filling in these gaps yeah, like, yeah. oh you can't see <laughs> and, and this is back to our linear you know um our evolutionary past right you know you can't see behind the corner or behind like foliage it could be a fucking lion yeah exactly it could be a real it could be a real life monster <laughs> yeah, yeah. but we we've conquered nature to such an extent is that now we want it we we look at fear as entertainment. Right, now. right. We need to be scared. It's, it, we're, we, we're yeah. searching for it. Exactly. We're willing to pay for it. That's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Uh, yeah, can you remember the name? I guess you don't know the name of that first movie that you watched. It sounds so familiar. No, um, I was I was like eight or nine. Yeah. I, I just remember seeing that one scene. She's driving, mm-hmm. and this worm is making its way up her body and yeah the fact that i still remember it mm-hmm. it, it makes um, it's really impactful and i'm sure many listeners have have their own horror movies that they've seen when they were younger which stand out in their minds mm. on the topic of ringu and japanese horror in particular when i first saw this in 1999 with the english subtitles i i was blown away by it mm-hmm. i'd seen a lot of horror but I always considered this to be a landmark achievement, mm-hmm. doing something different with the genre. Right. Just taking its time. Whereas a lot of like slasher flicks were all the rage. You, right. know, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, you've got fucking Freddy, uh, Freddy Krueger, which became more of a comedy later on. But this one was just very psychological, slow and methodical in the way it presented these scares. Yeah, I think it's uh it's it's fun to see those types of movies. And I think that's funny that you say it came out in 99, which is right around the time that the well, no, 1998. 98. But I saw it in 1999 okay. at the film festival. So, that's right around the time that Blair Witch Project came out, which is also found uh found footage. Right. Like a yeah, so this like a documentary. Yeah, so this idea that you know you you're working on this anticipation and psychological aspects of people's minds. Well, I never really found Blair Witch Project all that scary. Um, I didn't either. Uh, so, but it, it's following this, or I don't know, following. But it, it's it's interesting how okay, or around the world, similar ideas will start to crop up right around the same time like okay we're going to go right. into the mines what, what would instead of really showing you all the blood and gore we're going to you know get build up all this tension so that you feel scared about what's going on you're being followed right, right? Yeah. chased something's good the inevitable is about to happen how can you stop the inevitable 
so that mm. I think that's uh, a really important part uh, aspect of the ring, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So well, uh, well, let's dive in. Okay. Let's dive into this movie. Let's talk about it uh, without revealing any. If you've never seen this movie, I mean, it's from 1998. Let's just get into spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's. Would you recommend this movie? Yeah, definitely. And I would actually recommend it. You know, there's these lists. I, I was looking at this Japan Rail dot com list which is japan rail is this website you can go to and buy a rail pass before you come to japan and they for some reason have a blog section of movies you should watch before coming to japan and um yeah i, I was looking at the list and it included movies like like classics like rashomon and older movies like house which we panned terribly and i was mm. like why mm. why are these movies on the list house i think is a movie that you oh no house no the ring is a movie that i think people should actually watch before coming to japan because it, it there there are a lot of actors and actresses in this movie that will pop up that have popped up and become the gone on to have great movie careers and you'll you'll be able to see them in other movies uh you you get a sense of what homes look like in, in japan and even you know resort areas like izu are featured in the movie which are you know izu is very close to tokyo so all that i think it gives you in a way uh, an in an insight in the way things look and the feeling of japan not that it's all filled with horror but the look of it i i think is is really uh it gives a good portrait of the the of the the country right yeah what about you? Yeah, I, I guess I would tend to agree with that. Yeah, yeah if you, uh, but it's difficult to give the recommendation to someone who despises horror. Mm-hmm. If you despise the horror genre, you don't watch many horrors. I probably wouldn't recommend you watch this. Mm-hmm. If you've been shielded from watching horror throughout your whole life, and you're not prone to losing sleep over it or having your bathroom breaks be affected by <laughs> <laughs> by what you've seen in a movie, then no, I don't think I. I don't think I would uh-huh. make that recommendation, yeah. even though this is over twenty-two, maybe twenty-two years ago. Yeah, and it is it, some of it is a little bit dated, but I, I still think it it holds up in many critical aspects mm-hmm. in a in a horror movie. Mm. I would if you if you are okay with horror, if you're not as easily uh, affected by horror, then yes, absolutely. If you've never seen this movie, then what the hell? You, you're obviously not a horror fan. Then mm. you've got to. You should have already watched this. It's, this know. is what spawned a lot of Hollywood remakes, mm. making these Hollywood movies, even taking the director of this movie to direct the sequel right. to a Hollywood movie, right? Which wasn't particularly good. That was terrible. But, but you've you've got all these Hollywood remakes with uh, the uh, Juon, which was the Grudge. So they Hollywood went with that as well. It became um, a whole cottage industry taking these Japanese horror movies and making them making American versions of them Mm. but I always felt there was something missing though from the American ones I don't know what I think it was the pacing it was the I was it's difficult to put my finger on it but there was it's it felt like there was interference from studio execs I can tell you I can saying oh we need we need something you know we need like a little more punch you know this is too slow or we need you know more uh, uh, yeah, something more that the American audience can appreciate. 
Yeah, I think so. I think they were going. Yeah, punch. Yeah, shock value. Shock value. Yeah. yeah. There's a scene in the ring, the American version, where some guy like decides to commit suicide. Spoiler, and he throws all kinds of shit into the tub filled with water to electrocute himself. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, he goes insane. Like there, there's mm. like these crazy, uh, you know, uh, jumps in in imagination that have to really punch you in the face over and over again in in that in possibly American movies. But that doesn't always happen, you know? Like I just mentioned The Shining a little bit earlier. I mean, that freaking builds up tension like nobody's business and can really uh, mess with your mind. But um, yeah, I'm not as big of a fan of horror as you are, especially the Japanese movies. I never watched Ju-On or any of the other ones. Uh, but um, yeah, there there are scenes in Ringer which are just classic. They're classic tropes now, but mm-hmm. uh, you know they they really did stay with me many days, if not weeks after watching it. And Juon, I recommend Juon as well to anybody who hasn't watched the Japanese uh, Juon. That did take aspects of the story with a you know woman with a long black hair. Uh, the source like sorcery. There's Japanese. Like folk, almost folk legend, uh, yeah, classic uh, tropes in Japanese horror. Juon has the most scariest sound effect that I that I'd ever heard committed to celluloid. Mm-hmm. It was this sound that the woman makes. It was it was incredible. So not only did they perfect the visual art in Ringu, which we'll get we'll get into, particularly the ending of it. The fact that they took a sound effect, which is blood curdling. Mm. If you ever watch Ringo, yeah, if there's one thing that'll stand out to you, it'll be the sound effects. They're brilliant, mm. really well done. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's get into all the things that we liked about it, didn't like, or w- where would you like to start? Uh, well, let, well, let's start off with the first. Let's start off with the scene, the, the opening scene with those girls. Mm-hmm. Those girls are talking. We're talking about this uh, story, this videotape. What did you 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 had already seen the American version before this movie, right? But so you already I, had an idea of. I didn't remember. The plot. I don't remember anything from oh. it. Yeah, except for oh, the, okay. the you know, few scenes. But I mean, I thought it was a classic horror uh, horror take on, you know, it starts with two teenagers talking about a little story and they're trying to scare each other. You're not sure if it's real, but it's probably something about it is real, and you know there there's a little bit of tension being built there. And, uh, you know, somehow something's going to come. We just don't know what it is and we don't know who's going to die. So I thought that was really fun to watch. I thought the beginning was really, yeah. really uh, a good a good way of uh, starting the movie. What was dated was the it doesn't really hold up well these days is when she turns around and then it's, she, you know, when it's got the like subtle call behind her. Mm hmm. And she turns around and then there's a shock and then it's like a freeze frame. Mm-hmm. And there's like a different color of the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you feel about that? I didn't mind that. I mean, I, I it, it might have uh, been more shocking. Like there was a show uh, that was, oh God, it was a TV show back in the 80s that was, uh, that was a horror show and they would do a lot of those kind of screen turns. So, yeah, I guess um, I just rolled with it, but it didn't really... It wasn't shocking in any way. It was just like, okay, that's what they did. That's the effect that they did. Was, I, right. I, yeah. 
but uh, the whole look of her face and how she was all curled curled up in her uh, in her room there. I thought that was oh uh, in the closet. Yeah, in the wardrobe. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. So what I was saying that it's I'd watched it before, mm-hmm. but that scene still got me now because I'm I, I had forgotten about it. Uh huh. But it shows uh, the uh, the main the main woman. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let me make sure that I've got her name correctly. Was it Acor? So Acor's there doing a little bit of investigations. She's she's there in her room, and then the mother is there behind her. The camera, you know, not aware of her presence. I think it pans over to her and just shows her. She's silent, mm, right? Expressionless, right? So that's a little bit off-putting. Mm. And then it suddenly jumps cuts to the face of the daughter in that closet. So mm. it was just so quick and impactful to me. Right. It did uh, raise my uh, heartbeat a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit of a shock. That was really well done. Yeah, I guess I mean, some of the close-ups with the eyes didn't really get me as much as I think they were trying to. I was just like, it, it, it was like, oh, eyes. <laughs> like the, mm. the the eye going down and the big whites of the eye and things like that. Oh, you mean in the car? Yeah, or even like close-ups of of the girls with their like the whites of the eyes, or even maybe it's Sadako. You see her eye looking down at someone, and you see a close-up of the face of someone being killed. We only see her just, eye once, mm. and that's at the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I feel like I saw it all over the place. Uh, but uh no. no okay but uh so i i guess i i wasn't as shocked but i think i was really preparing myself to be scared so when the scares ca- came i wasn't as impacted by them so when she was mm. when she was killed i wasn't as um I wasn't like. Uh, oh, you sure you would? We shocked. weren't covering your eyes, or no, or asking your wife to tell you what's happening. Nope. On the screen. I, I mean, you know, I, I wish I could tell you that, man, but uh, I wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not as if I don't believe you. I do. I do. I, I'd like to. I'd like to believe you. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. That means that you don't believe me. Well, I wasn't there. I can't, <laughs> can't uh, verify anything, can I? Yeah, it's yeah. going on your word. Yeah, what is your exactly. word worth? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> These days, what are words worth? <laughs> because I, I, I'm coming at it from someone. You know, you told me many times oh, I don't, I don't like horror. Yeah. So I know many people who don't like horror, but who have watched horror. Like uh, my girlfriend, she hate, she fucking hates horror. But mm-hmm. we went to the cinema to watch the last movie we saw at the cinema. Uh, was uh, I think it was The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. It was The Conjuring. Have you ever heard of that movie? No. What's that? It was like uh, an American movie, oh, made by this Australian director, and it was yeah, it's pretty yeah, it's pretty good. Not bad. And I I went with my girlfriend who loves watching movies, but she hates horror. Mm-hmm. So it's funny sitting there with her in the cinema, mm-hmm. and her 
hand uh, over her face for the majority of the movie. <laughs> I'm thinking, why even come with me if you're not even going to fucking watch it? You're not exposing yourself to any of the fucking thrills on the screen. What a waste of money. She's like, oh, you know, but I just I enjoy it. I enjoy the experience. Right, right. The right. experience of what? It's the <laughs> you're sense. Not watching it. This is a visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I can hear it, and the the sound effects are pretty scary too. It's all in the imagination, yeah. Yeah, So that's what I'm saying is I I can imagine you doing the same thing on the couch with your wife. I think there (laughs) there were certain points where I wasn't hiding my face, but I was... I was clinging to my wife's arm at a couple times, but it. Oh, uh, okay. But um, towards about the second half of the movie, I it just I I thought the story was really good, and the whole build up of the story and the investigation side of it was mm. was good, but I I felt like you know the the main character the journalist who is researching this stuff the fact that she watched the video at that point to me was idiotic oh so she went oh when she went to that uh was it like a motel it was a yeah it was like a little cabin in the woods type cabin it was like it was a cabin and she went there she doesn't believe them so she's gonna go and watch it herself Mm -hmm. you're saying that wasn't believable i was like lady I, i think you have enough you don't and that but then if she doesn't watch it the whole plot doesn't inf- unfold in the way that it does. So I thought it was perfectly yeah. uh believable because she's a journalist. She's yeah. an investi- she's she investigates shit. And, and why would you take the word of these fucking kids? Yeah, I I just thought that like, nah, she would have you you're just you're just all kids you're making up some fucking story why you know I'm just going to be an adult about it and do my own investigation of to see what exactly is going on, maybe looking for drugs or something, or maybe there's. Uh, let, let's see what this video really is, mm-hmm. so that I can write a story about it. Yeah, I just didn't uh, at that point. Due diligence. I just felt like at that point she already had enough information. She wouldn't be doing a job if she didn't go to the cabin to investigate. Well, I'm, of course, she go to the go to the place to investigate, but then once you start putting all the pieces together and maybe you know it's it's me looking at the movie from the outside too much but like i felt like i was like yeah okay lady you just <laughs> just made your own bed you made yeah but you you look at it from yeah like you said outside like as a viewer yeah like, come of on, course lady and, it's right there. and that's uh, why and I, I know that's, like, that's what takes that, that that took me out of the movie like I was like, it's a common complaint. <laughs> You're like, well, just get out, just get out of the house. What are you doing? Look behind you. What the fuck? But like, why would you like do that? I would video. never do that if I was in that situation. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in like, this case, she's actually just doing her job. But so, and I understand the plot structure. I'm not. I'm not saying that you know that. But like, it's like okay, you have you got people who are dead. You got the story, and then there's some mysterious movie there. And then you're going to watch it and it's like... You're saying she should have taken the video and taken it back to her studio or back to her office. She could have done something else and sit in a spooky cabin by herself watching some movie that people say other people died from. And the the video... But it's all anecdotal at that point. The owner of the shop didn't even know what the video was. He's like, oh, I never saw that before. <laughs> what do you mean you don't? You never saw that before? There's only like 20 but, videos. But <laughs> There's only 20 videos behind. You've never seen that? Oh, yeah. Why don't you watch this movie? 
that I don't even that doesn't even have a label on it. Okay, it's anecdotal. It's just going on yeah, all yeah, anecdotal so, okay, reports. So you got anecdotal. There's you got to test it. You got to put it to the test. I don't know, man. I I'd say like this guy who owns the shop with twenty videos behind him has never seen <laughs> this video before, and the apparently this movie has killed other people. I would be like, okay, now even if it's this video doesn't kill me, there might be like. I don't know some people around that have like an axe to to grind with somebody, and they're gonna come in and it's fuck with you, man. You don't do it with the hell, man. Come on. But um, yeah, that's all. Uh, so that, I mean, and and you could say what would well, happen she, if that video oh, was broadcast on national she, television? She has to. She has to do it because she's a journalist. Yeah, I understand that. And without her watching the movie, then the whole. The, the whole structure of the movie wouldn't be there. So she has to do it. But as a viewer, I'm like, well, I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm out. Like it, it took me out of the movie. I was like, okay, now you're going to, you're going to, now you have one week to figure out how to get out of this situation, which was in a way fun because it's a, it's a thrilling thing. But then I felt like I was outside watching it. Yeah, well, I completely disagree. But what would happen if they took the video and they put it on national television? So this is in the era where we didn't have YouTube or social media. I mean, we'd all be fucked, right? If it was just put on YouTube. But if uh, I was thinking, oh, well, I'm really lucky that she didn't even uh, talk to her superiors about this video. Yeah. And, you know, they'd yeah. probably maybe show clips on national television. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it was that much of a case. I don't even think... Did she even talk to her superiors about this? I don't think so. And she showed... There was the one... She just kept it to herself. I was like, yeah, I got this uh, video. She, she showed the video guy. Uh, and she sh talked to her ex-husband. But I'm thinking, why don't you get more people involved? Yeah. If you're that concerned about it, why did you just keep it to yourselves? Yeah. That's where I was taken out of it. Yeah. Also, if we're, we're going to think about what would you do in this situation, what you, would you have done anything different to these characters, then I would say that I would have uh, gotten more people involved, uh, even out of even out of like fucking just self-preservation yeah. or, or selfishness. Well, like, you know, I, I think I'm worried about this video. Can we all just watch it together? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm going down, oh, I'm I'm taking yeah, everyone I with want me. Some other people to go with me, not just my ex-husband, some ESP. <laughs> and also, you know what? Really, was like I was just waiting for. Okay, her son is gonna fucking watch his video. I was like, why the fuck? Are you leaving this? That you know. At this point, you know. And it's like, oh, little, little my little son. How I no, so but the the girl who died in the opening scene, she Pomoko gave it to him. I don't fucking care. What the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. That video she gave was, it to him. The video was remember in there. Remember when the son goes to her room? It's because yeah. he was like following her. Yeah. She's even in the afterlife. She's trying to get people to watch this fucking videotape nah that's hacky come on man like, <laughs> no one else goes comes back from the dead except tomoko to give this fucking video to this little kid no that fucking video was in the living room and he was giving an alibi for her his mother <laughs> because he's leaving a fucking video that no one else should be watching a little kid has curiosity uh, i don't know yeah so like that that kind of took me out of it. I was like, Oh, I know this kid is gonna watch this movie. I just know. I, I fucking know. Mm. There, there's no way that by 
halfway because this kid's got this look of curiosity and he's walking around like I'm so I'm like this I'm walking here and I'm looking around and you know you're fucking gonna watch the movie mm. but um uh so the other things I uh, if I could <laughs> maybe jump to the the well scene it's way at the end well getting towards the end why are you skipping everything in between <laughs> because it's like the thing that stands out to me that I was just like the fuck you did fair enough yeah, yeah. all right let's go there <laughs> All right. Oh, like, oh, you mean when they? I oh, you mean when the ex-husband smashes? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's like the bottom no one, of it. No one notices yeah. these people fucking smashing like private property. I was I, I was impressed uh, actually with the structure of that. Was it lattice? Yeah. What or the some? Fuck? Was it lattice? It looked like a real fucking lattice, not some Hollywood prop shit. It's actually like, a real lattice, right? Like Do you see him struggling to hit it? Yeah. And I, I was, was like, fucking impressed. Yeah. And I was like, that's how much real. Fucking noise is? Are they making? The owner is like, how far away? And it's like, what the fuck are you people no, doing? But I'm saying is that that's fucking real. It looks. Real, yeah, not some Hollywood bullshit. And that's why it's Right, isn't that impressive? So, yeah, I guess so. But what my problem is is that <laughs> it's making so much fucking noise that it's like no one notices this. Yo, he's chopping down the fucking house. I mean, it's like the bottom part. And then they, they go underneath the house, right? And they push over the lid. And he just says, I'm going to go down. You know how fucking hard it would just be go down a fucking well? And he just goes, he just kind of slides down and they start doing their thing and it becomes very hard. I was like. But they're well prepared as well with the buckets and the rope and oh, the yeah. light. Yeah, rope would be really, really well easy to climb a fucking well. <laughs> and, yeah. And also the the cover of the well was pretty easy Dude. yeah yeah at the really, end right to I actually just push, push off hey hey no you get in now oh you're tired okay you get in it's like you know what i'm sorry but going down a well i, I just like that's something else i was like there's no way you can just easily climb out of the well and then someone else goes down and then you climb out that i was like come on guys but i like the struggle no, no the my buckets. my contention with, with that was mm. shouldn't he be the one at the top of the well, mm-hmm. lifting the buckets yeah. and sending his ex-wife down. Yeah, I mean... The most it, energy-intensive job of the whole operation <laughs> is pulling up the fucking buckets. Okay. Yet he, yet he puts himself, himself in a position to be like, no, I'll, I'll go down and you do all the fucking hard work. Yeah, and also, wait a second. <laughs> Yo, you're down in a well. The water is freezing. I'm sorry, hypothermia. You're dead, Okay. You yeah. have no idea how... <laughs> oh, come on. Really? You go down in 20, however far they go down, the water is cold. It's not like... How do they know the level would only require like a few buckets? How do they know that it wouldn't be... The, the water level wouldn't be higher or lower. I think they were just... How do they know that, you know, if they didn't open it, that it would just be like an ankle level? I think it was just... They like wouldn't the, even need buckets. They were throwing darts. Oh, he, the husband has ESP, so he knows how <laughs> high the water is. <laughs> There's no idea of knowing. So, like, I, I like the, the level... Also, of, also w- w- one more thing, one more yeah, thing. Yeah. So when you get down there, right? Yeah. Even around waist... Even... What was it? Waist level? or uh, yeah, yeah. Sh- It must have been around waist level. Uh, you could just feel around for her. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what else I was thinking, yeah. It's a dead body. Just feel around. Why do you have to get rid of the whole water? (laughs) Why did you have to remove all water when you just feel around? You know, It's a dead body, isn't it? Yeah. It's a fucking dead body. (laughs) And then they they get to the water, and she picks up the thing, and she hugs Salako, like, hey, man. And it's like, 
Hey, way. Oh, it's nice to see you. Yeah, yeah. Like all the skin. Hug, let's away. hug it out. Yeah, let's hug it out. And you know, I just don't like. You know, Sadako is like. You know, these people tried to find your fucking body, and what do you do in return? What a fucking asshole. I know he, she's trying to kill people, and that's her thing. But you know, I, I think. Uh, I don't think she has any more choice on the matter because it was a curse. Curses. These fucking curses. Yeah. Lift the curse, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a curse. You can't, you can't lift it if you're dead. No, I, I don't know what kind of... I don't remember hearing about... But then, but then how did she give uh, her a reprieve? How did she, she made give a Reiko a reprieve if she's already dead? Doesn't... Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, because she showed she showed someone else like a video. That's right. That's, yeah. right. that's why. Sadako is very up to date with... Uh, with modern technology as to make oh, she would have loved the like the digital age now she would have loved youtube yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i'll be dead yeah, yeah how many likes like 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 what kind of ad what kind of ad breaks would there have been in the video <laughs> <laughs> the ad break for the ring <laughs> <laughs> if you, you like this, well, I'd like you to click on this link. Link it's right a, below. You know what? On, uh, like, <laughs> on, on buckets. On a bucket uh, on Amazon. <laughs> Sadako would be like showing tea. Like, drink this tea. And then pouring it on her head or something. It would be all kind of like just going through everything, every single, every single system, every single level. Yeah, so that, that kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know. You want to go back a little bit? I know I jumped to a, <laughs> to a pivotal point. <laughs> uh, no, well, the only other major point before that was just the... I, I thought it, even at the time, you mm-hmm. know, back in 1999 when I watched it, it was still like a family which had split up, but there's not a lot of dialogue or exposition around it. It was just, oh, ex-husband, yep, whatever. With a single mother, none of that is ever addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. At the time, at the time, I mean, that was pretty revolutionary, mm-hmm. right? Just don't talk about that shit. You don't need. You don't need to know. Mm-hmm. That's not what matters. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they even had this these characters with a with a guy that I just remember, like I had no idea he had special abilities. Right. The the ex husband has this fucking like ESP or some mm-hmm. fucking. Special ability. I don't even remember that from watching it the first time, but <laughs> apparently he does. Yeah. He has like, he's able to sense, uh, read thoughts or emotions. He's mm. some kind of empath or telepath or whatever uh, the hell they I thought, wow, yeah, I don't yeah. even, wow, okay. Yeah, that's why, you know, it's like, I, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, the scenes, I, I like the, the scenes going to Oshima, that island, and the old guy who ran the mm. inn. He was, mm. he was classic. Surly, him. surly old man. Yep. You kids better not meddle in my business. Arr. That was mm. perfect. That was classic. And yeah. uh, the uh, I I don't know if you noticed like the the shooting. I know like a typhoon was coming, but I felt like everything was filmed very dark on the island. Um, and so I guess they were trying to create an ominous feeling to it. So it was it was kind of going, but it was really fun to watch the one the one cloud the one really dark cloud kind of approach the island while they were s- standing on the shore and it's like oh, okay the typhoon's coming and um then they're going to try to take boats back to uh, the mainland and yeah so i thought that was that, that whole interaction was was really fun to watch 
I thought it was yeah interesting. What did you think of it? Uh didn't think much of it. Yeah. It what I did think about was the video itself. Yeah. The video that they watch. I thought that was a little bit creepy. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was unnerving when I watched it in 1999. Even now, I was still watching it. Just felt you talk about ominous, mm-hmm. or it was. I think it was that video. It was just all all over the place. What mm-hmm. did you think of the video? Uh, the you mean like the one where Sadako appears in it and everyone's watching that that video? Yeah, the video, yeah, the, yeah, the actual yeah, yeah. video which yeah. will curse you. Um, <clears throat> where it shows a guy pointing in a direction with a cloth over his head, mm-hmm. and you've got like the the kanji, um, different kanji that are all shifting, moving all over the screen. Uh, you've got the well, you've got yeah, all sorts of crazy fucking crazy shit happening mm. on the, on the screen. Yeah. You don't think anything of that. Um yeah, it was okay. I mean, I I like the uh, all the different uh characters on the screen, like the uh little things moving around. It was interesting to look at. The kanji. Yeah. They were fun to look at. Um yeah, the well and all that kind of stuff. It's all distorted and off kilter and you're not you don't understand what it means. So yeah, yeah, it was it was it was good for it. So I think it served its purpose well to scare the characters that were watching it. Yeah. Yeah, if you talk about like great moments, I, I, we have to talk about that ending scene though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that is like one of the classics because I I remember watching that in the theater mm-hmm. and just being like not being able to breathe. Mm-hmm. When you think they're like all free and clear and then he, the ex-husband, is just, uh, yeah, enjoying enjoying life in his home. And then television comes on. And the build-up, though, I mean, the, the fact that she's coming out and that movement. You know, the, the way she moved, she came out of that well, it was otherworldly mm-hmm. to me. Mm. It just perfectly matched what you would think, how you, you would think she would move. At least what, that's what I thought at the time. Mm-hmm. When I first watched this movie, I thought, well, fuck, this is really fucking unsettling. This is someone who's coming closer to the screen. Mm. And this fucking ex-husband is just staring with his eyes perfectly mirroring my expression as I'm watching. (laughs) 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 Just sitting sitting there watching this fucking figure get closer and closer to the screen. Mm. I mean, it's just a masterclass Mm. in visual horror. Mm. I mean, she's crawling out, uh, and she's crawling backwards. But right. it's actually she's she's crawling backwards, but she's approaching the screen while crawling backwards. Mm-hmm. And then she comes out of the screen, right? And she's exiting the screen just as she exited the well with that same that same unsettling rhythm. Mm. There's no escape. Yeah, there's she's she's coming for you. You can't get out. You're fucked. And I know this has sparked a lot of uh, spoofs. <laughs> right. a lot of like in horror it's just become a fucking joke now mm-hmm. but but just treating it for what it is i think it's just a landmark uh moment mm. seeing uh and then and then reading about how they did it about how the main actress was moving learned to move uh move backwards and how they made it look like she's moving forward and that's what gives the hair you know the way the long hair mm-hmm. drapes across her her face uh-huh it's not moving naturally. It's right. moving backwards. Ah. And that's yeah, what gives right. it that airy, that airy feeling that mm. she's, it's not real. It's otherworldly. 
Mm. Well, what did you think when you saw that? Oh, you must have seen that in the in the American version. Well, I remember seeing like a, another television scene where people get sucked in and out. That kind of reminds me of Poltergeist when I was a kid. You know, like the, the kid mm. getting sucked in a TV, going in and out. Uh, so I, I thought that um, th- this scene was, you know, I just thought it was unfortunate. You know, it was like here's this guy. He's working so hard. He did so much. <laughs> he just, you know, he you did, don't know his schedule. He's like yeah. a professor at a university. But no, they man, like, hard. what the fuck? He helped. <laughs> his, they don't work hard at all. Yeah, look He's at this. He's banging that fucking student of his. Oh, uh, well, look at this. Look, come on. He <laughs> went out of his way to help. She's pretty hot. His, so he's banging uh, his hot student. He comes over and fucks up the writing on the chalkboard. On, on the, on the, she, she removed something. I don't know. I didn't read it, but. Look, this guy, he seems like but a they, nice guy. They're obviously, they're obviously having an, you know, uh, I didn't read into I, I didn't read into that. Oh. I don't, I don't want to know whether or not he's doing that. It just seems like she's coming over. And, but anyway, I was like, you know, he's, <laughs> he is, he just helped his ex-wife out of a jam. Like, I mean, supernatural jam. I know. And he didn't yeah. get any credit from the supernatural world for that. It's like fucking bullshit. Like I think they there should no, be. No, he a, didn't know the rules. Yeah, he should go to court. They should take him to supernatural court when he's dead. Because well, I'm sure he's probably he could, at the bottom of a well right now, like uh, uh, testifying. You know, it's like I mean, if Tomoko <laughs> can walk around and give videos to little children, I'm sure he can come back as a spirit and help the ex-wife out again. And you know, it's like <laughs> I just felt like you know this guy just did all this fucking shit, this whole fucking movie. And he's, you know, just a mild-mannered guy just trying to do right by mm. his wife and his kid. And, they, you know, did all this shit. They went, went on a wild no, He didn't do chase. a lot of work, really, when you think about the well. He was asking his wife. His wife did all the, li- li- uh, like the heavy lifting. Well, he did half and half. His ex-wife I mean, did. He stood in, like, Not freezing really. cold water. He was getting hypothermia mm. for crying out loud. And he did perfectly. Oh, and he did job. destroy that lattice as well yeah. with a lot of uh, energy. Yeah, yeah, he worked in hard, he did man. did expand a bit of energy there. I mean, if he was a, if he was like a total asshole, he would have been just like, oh, fuck you, we're a fucking video. What are you talking about? But you know, he was like, look, I'll go use my ESP. <laughs> actually, <laughs> excuse me. He actually noticed something when he ran into the her uh, apartment, into mm-hmm. her, her mansion. He he noticed like this feeling mm-hmm. when he went in. That's why he gave it a lot of credence. A lot right. of he was really concerned because of this ESP, which I forgot about. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't really so talk about it that much. Hole, yeah, yeah. But no, he actually, yeah, went in. He didn't. He just said, "Hmm." But you, he doesn't say anything. But you can yeah. look at, it, you can read the expression on his face that he's worried. Yeah. So I thought that's another great, uh, like filmmaking example mm-hmm. is that they don't, they don't, unlike Hollywood movies mm-hmm. that fuck up these stories and these movies Hollywood has to f- spoon feed you mm-hmm. everything with, with exposition heavy dialogue because I'm sorry but I guess Americans need to be spoon fed mm-hmm. but with this movie what made this movie so great is that you've got to read into it that's what makes it scarier is that there isn't they're not giving you a lot of information to work with it's all reading the expressions like like i just uh, explained mm. talking about this ex-husband going in and seeming seemingly like oh why the fuck are you helping mm. you know we've got i think most other ex-husbands would be like oh just fucking see a shrink right go see a therapist fuck what's wrong with you woman yeah right i, I mean that would be a normal reaction i just think like you know he just gotta 
You got the bad end of the rope, man. That's not fair. And, uh, you know, somebody's got to, you know, talk to the spirits about that. It's fucking bullshit. There is no justice in the spirit world, I'd imagine. Not, especially not in Japanese, the Japanese spirit world. Come on, man. I'll get you long spirit. after they're dead. They'll get some revenge on you. Yeah, that's, that's fucking bullshit. I mean, um, I guess it kind of goes back to those older stories, you know, what they call aku, which is the evil. Like there's this pure evil in the world and uh, they will find justice, their own justice, uh, whether you like it or not. So I guess there's that kind of thing, like in the uh, the story Kwaidan. Or no, Yotsu. I think it's the ghost story of Yotsuya ghost story. Maybe that's it. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, but overall, I thought the movie was really good. I enjoyed watching it. Um, and I, I thought the pacing was really good. And uh, the acting was good. Um, and, you know, it, it just didn't scare me as much as it didn't get into my head as much as I thought it would. And it could be that I was just preparing myself a lot for it. Mm. I've already got ideas of other Japanese horror we can watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that you're now that you've uh, grown accustomed to Japanese horror, uh, you become a little bit desensitized. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, find a movie that'll wake you up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think you got? What are, what are you trying to do here? What are you trying to wake me up? <laughs> <laughs> you want to enlighten me Something with a little more refreshing? <laughs> Let's choose another. Yeah. Well, so we'll get back to our listeners with other horror we can uh, we can watch in the future. But we'll we'll be covering other genres before then. Yeah. Uh, just so that uh, my co-host can, uh, yeah, acclimatize and uh, get back into the groove of other genres that you you know that that you would prefer. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. Look, talking about this movie is for me. I've already, I'd already seen this movie, so watching it again, it wasn't as scary because I already watched it before. Mm-hmm. But but I still love the care, the precision in which this film was made, and uh, I, I particularly liked reading about this movie. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that there was um, it was based on a real person. Mm-hmm. This. Uh, I think it's Chizu, Chizuko, let me just bring it up. Chizuko Mifune was born in 1886 in Kumamoto Prefecture and uh, was rumored to have the gift of foresight. So the woman who plays Sadako's mother is Shizuka Yamamura. She's based on Chizuko Mifune, who is a real person, and they actually had a de- uh, demonstration in 1910, and she was proclaimed a charlatan and committed she committed suicide by ingesting poison hmm. how about that yeah yeah i heard about that a little well my wife told me that the story was true but i didn't do any investigation so thank you for that that was interesting <laughs> <laughs> and, and also uh okay just talking about like okay box office at the time of this film's release it was the highest grossing film in japanese Oh, highest grossing horror film in Japanese history. Mm. Uh, a couple more a couple more trivia points that I really loved is that the 2001 UK DVD mm-hmm. had a disclaimer stating that, that the, distribu- the distributor accepts no responsibility for any injuries or fatalities that may occur 
during or after viewing of this. Isn't that amazing? What do they think? It's an episode of Jackass? What are you going to act out? Like? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be hard responsible okay, if you okay. die. You're Sonic Isn't that you go, amazing? That's you awesome. Go, you go through the TV. No, you go through the TV. No, you go through the TV. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a really good. You know, you're treating it with such good spirits. You, know, you must be like the marketing team were like all on board with the release of this movie. Like, yeah, this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> and then, and then the final. Okay, the final trivia I really loved was the close up of Sadako's eye mm-hmm. near the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Her eye was performed by a male crew member. It was a man. His name was Norihiko Miyazaki. And he had to chop off his eyelashes to make the shot more disturbing. Kick ass. That's yeah, so it good. wasn't even her. It was yeah. like a guy on set. We're like, you know what? Her eye isn't big enough. It isn't scary <laughs> enough. Hey, you got fucking crazy eyes. <laughs> Take off your eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use you. That's Still getting Christ. scale. You're not getting any more money. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty fun. Your eye will But it has had such an influence on Western cinema. Mm-hmm. And it had a cult status. Like I said, Hollywood had been dominated by the slasher, the slasher subgenre in horror. It was all just on-screen violence, shock tactics, right? Yeah. Gore, a lot of gore. And then Ring comes along, which is the complete opposite. It's just this slow psychological build and... Um, you don't really, we don't see violence in this movie, do we? No, not really. Uh, and even the deaths are just, you know, visually yeah. quiet. You see the aftermath. Yeah. You don't see Sadako working her, uh, you know, devious uh, magic on them. Like, yeah. I, I think she just stops their heart. Yeah. But then she rearranges their expressions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think uh, I'm like mm, this doesn't look scary. Enough. I think I want to change your face so it, it really looks disturbing. I'm a death sculptor. That's what I am. An artist. Yeah, mm, I'm an artist. I, I consider myself a makeup artist of the death. Of, of, yes, of people about to die. I'd really like to I talk about my crap, but nobody really wants to hear me talk. So, yeah, I'm done here. I'm going back into my well. In my hole, wherever I go. When she comes out of the television, does she just go back into the television? I don't know, man. I mean, how does the spirit travel in the tape, in the video, in the cassette tape? You'll have to talk to a video editor about that. You know, magnetism or whatever. You know, Maybe she gets. Into and what do the they do with the body the in the well? Yeah, they, was it just extracted? Did they just give it to the authorities? Didn't they do any further investigations? Well, you know, once you hug a skeleton, you pretty much Nate, you pretty much found out everything you need to know, and that's what you just tell the coroner. Oh, just leave it there. Or yeah, maybe they didn't yeah, tell yeah. anyone. <laughs> yeah. They just left at the dead of night. That is like, yeah, we're done here. Well, that might be the oh, reason. Oh, we fix, yeah. shall we tell them about this letter? Shall we tell yeah. them? What we did? <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. Nah, we're all good. I mean, you know, we hugged the thing. You know, I mean, come on, should be good yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know. Uh, have you seen the sequel? Uh, the Japanese one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did I did a while ago. Did, uh, the fact that I can't remember much about it means that it wasn't good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well... Uh, it yeah. was like one of those movies where, where, where... Honestly, where can you take it? Yeah. I mean, it, they, I think they left it open for a sequel at the end. With the VCR cassette tape and then the father, going to see the father. 
So yeah, but that's the thing; it'll just continue going on. Yeah. But I, the I think from what I remember, it's based on a book, right? I'm not sure. Um, as a novel, it, it was a novel, and I think with the Ring Two, I'm not sure if it was if the author maybe helped or I don't know. I, I'm not too sure mm-hmm. about that. So sorry to listeners who are, who are keen to know more. Uh, I'm not equipped give you more information on the ring too well what why do you ask about the ring too uh, just a follow-up question man you know just oh, sparking okay. some conversation you know saying hello yeah yeah so how do you want to uh rate this movie um how about out of video cassettes okay i'm giving this five out of five video cassettes okay that sounds good i'll give it uh four out of five yeah yeah why didn't it get the five I got taken out of the movie too many times. That's because you weren't, we weren't even watching the screen. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I had my hands. I had my head. <laughs> actually, what I did, I had my head up my ass is what I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you found pleasure elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to take one off because my head was up my ass. That's why I didn't give a five out of five. You know, it's like an Amazon review. The, you know, the the product, you know, they didn't deliver it on time. So I'm giving it four out of five. It has nothing to do with the quality of the product. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we didn't even talk about uh, the character. Who, who's, who was your favorite character? I like the husband the best. Oh, yeah, same. Just, yeah, you know, he, he was like a stable presence for some reason for me in mm-hmm. the whole movie. Yeah. He he was he provided this uh, like a rock for for the viewer. You know, mm-hmm. he like played this yeah, part yeah. where you're like, okay, he's there. He's he's giving legitimacy to the threat too. Right, right. You know, he's providing real legitimacy to this threat posed by the curse. And also, I love the actor Hiroyuki yeah. Hanada. He's one of my favorite Japanese actors. Been he, in Hollywood movies and television shows. He's great. He and you know, as a you know, he's the divorced guy, and he just. He just kicks in and he does his job and he he doesn't, you know, meddle too deeply in other things. He's not they don't no big noise. He just does what he needs to do in order to get things right. smoothed out. And it's it's really nice. I think that you know, to your point about American movies, like I'm sure there would have to be like a five minute scene where they they work through their problems. Uh, you just right. be like, you'd be like, uh, like, oh, hey, honey, do you remember that time about blah, blah, blah? And I'd be like, oh, stop it. You know, that's why we got divorced, right? Let's hug it up. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then they, they somehow fall back in love. Yeah, yeah. Like, they yeah. don't, there's nothing like that. It, and it's, that's, that's actually. And then he dies. Right, but, yeah. yeah. But it's still, yeah, there's always that intention to bring some fucking romance into it yeah whereas here there is no romance to be had no not with not they've already gone their separate ways yeah and he comes back into her life to help her and then that's it yeah and he dies at the end right but there but the fact that in hollywood they they would fuck it up i I haven't seen the american version in a while Mm. did they do anything like that i can't remember i just remember the electrocution scene that's it uh but um yeah, that that was that was nicely done, it, and and it's something that you don't even notice while you're watching the movie. It's something in reflection. You go, you know what? That was really well done. I like that. Right, right. You know? Yeah, it's just like something about that character and how he interacts with the the woman. You're just like, wait, they're divorced. They get along so well, 
and it, that's that's really a testament to the the storytelling and the script that they didn't yeah. fucking shit it up with stupid stuff. Yeah, some Hollywood exec coming in with his fat fucking fingers and putting yeah. his nose where, in where it doesn't belong when they feel they have a better idea what the Hollywood. I'm um, sorry, what the American audience wants. And actually, but who knows? Maybe yeah. that's right. That's exactly what Americans want. Yeah. The you know also the the moving t- the movie timing within the movie I thought was good, you know sometimes you get uh, you know Hollywood movies will do this thing where it's like tensions building up and then they have this private conversation it's like you've been talking for two minutes you know the bomb is about uh, all bombs fell already been sent off you'd probably be exploded by this point mm. with the length of the conversation I never really felt this conversation is important though yeah yeah. But yeah. yeah, there was I, I didn't get that sense at all. It was really done in a all the fat was cut out. Yeah, there was no fat in the movie. It's very. That's why lean. I loved it. Yeah, it's a very yeah. lean movie. I I mean I still love it. I I didn't I didn't find it as scary as the first movie, but I'm giving it a perfect score is because it still in my mind it still holds up mm-hmm. as what horror should be. Mm-hmm. This is. My idea of horror to be unsettling, there's dread. You know, dread to mm-hmm. me. I know some people may prefer the slasher gore type or the torture porn, mm-hmm. saw or hostile. And I, I do like those movies. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes enjoy that genre. But in this case, I thought this is a slow burn. It's all psychological and they don't even have to show the violence in order to create that dread that's why i think it's redefined like horror Mm -hmm. that's why i'm giving it a perfect score right i think that's a good place to end